This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman. This is the new Blue Review. Uh, and I'm happy to say that we have back with us Rob Hutchinson. Rob, are you fully functional again? <laughs> sort of, Benji. I don't know if I ever am fully functional, but yes, approaching 100%. It's, it's a high bar, I know, on a Monday morning, but we don't want you ill. <laughs> It'd be rather have you on the show. Absolutely, it is a high bar. <laughs> well done. How are you this morning, Benji? Uh, I am fantastic, Rob. So tell us, what is it that we have to uh, be talking to Parliament about, of course, we have the State of the Nation address coming up and the budget that's in February coming up pretty soon. So what sort of things are on the go that uh, people should be making sure their voices are heard on? Well, definitely the budget is a, is a big deal. It's obviously the uh, prime moment for, for uh, government and for Treasury to put through proposals and uh, let the public know exactly what, what they're going to be spending their hard-earned tax money, tax money on. So, Treasury has called for public comment and input or suggestions on on the budget and what should be included in the budget speech and what should should be excluded from the budget speech. Then they've opened up a online uh, portal where where people can have their say, offer suggestions and and so on. And it's a great initiative. Um, they they do this annually or they've started doing it. Uh, I think they started doing it about two years ago, and it's it's proven to be quite a Quite a successful uh, initiative by by government, and it's great if people use that facility and offer their suggestions. Then hopefully we'll see some proper uh, expenditure where it should be in in South Africa. But obviously government only knows this from the input of of, of the public. So well done to them for closing that gap. Let's hope people actually do do use it and offer some fantastic suggestions to our new minister of finance. Yeah, I mean, I was going to think about that, uh, Rob, because back in, if you if you remember, early in uh, in in our democracy, uh, first of all, the budget and the and the, and the state of the nation were like quite jovial affairs and they're quite fun. We we still had a parliament back in the day, and they had uh, tips for Trevor and tips for Tito that you could put in. Is this is this is so? This is like guesses for Nganguana, right? I guess that's it. Pretty much, yes. Tips, tips supposedly, but yeah, pretty much guesses. I think we're in a, we're in a very tough time uh, economically. Uh, government needs to be very aware of where expenditure needs to be uh, focused, and what a better opportunity than for the public to actually say, stop spending it on on COVID measures or or whatever measures aren't aren't uh, producing any results for us. Let's see some proper expenditure in the places that it, that it really does matter. Now, uh, another fight coming up on the horizon, I think, uh, and I've been seeing some press about this and some some coalitions coming together and some university stuff, uh, is the issue of vaccine mandates at universities. A few universities have come out saying that they are going to be implementing a vaccine mandate Um I think the Free State, certainly University UCT, um, I think Vitz as well. Uh, a couple of others haven't said anything yet, but uh, I know that there is, there definitely are moves to sort of challenge this and, uh, an, an unusual array actually of, of people coming together. Like you have groups like Sasco, um, working with maybe groups that are sort of maybe seen as more libertarian or liberal in nature. Uh, so, so it, uh, COVID, uh, they say politics makes strange bedfellows, but COVID perhaps <laughs> makes even stranger ones. Uh, so 
you guys at Dear South Africa are having some engagement on that as well. Definitely, definitely. So the UCT have put forward their their vaccine mandate policy, and they've actually kindly enough opened it up for for public comment. So allowing students to to have the say what they feel about it and 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 so on, whether it should be implemented and how it should be implemented. They seem to be uh, pretty adamant in, in going forward with it and introducing it on, on students, although there's extremely low vaccine uptake uh, among among students, not just at UCT, but as you as you mentioned across across the board in other universities. So uh, we've capitalised on on that offer where they have put it up for public comment, and we're extending it to all all university students or parents thereof. And asking them what they feel about their kids or themselves being excluded from the right to uh, access to to education if they are not vaccinated. Yeah, that this is probably a a precursor to uh, national government's uh, vaccine mandate policy, which President Ramaphosa has been talking about for quite some time now, and he has put together a task team to try and introduce vaccine mandates throughout South Africa. Which is also a contentious issue, as we've seen the UK dropping vaccine passports and mandatory masks and and other measures. So, uh, is the pandemic over? Do we need to ha- force people to get vaccinated? Well, we will have to see what the, the trends and what the courts actually say uh, after this. Yeah, it is uh, it is an interesting question because, of course, the government has been loosening uh, in December. A lot of the, the sort of requirements that uh, that we have had, uh, and and I think has gotten uh, quite really, uh, I would say, some support from from the public for their for for what they've been doing, uh, and so this would sort of go in the teeth of, of the direction that they sort of started at the end of 2021. It definitely would, definitely would, and I think the like I said, the universities and educational institutions are a test bed for for government policies, so. If if we want mandatory vaccinations, then it'll obviously start there. If we don't want it, well, then the public should have their say and and, and oppose these these matters. But there again, it'll all be up to all be up to government at the end of the day to to decide on that. But it's going to be a very interesting time, especially with you know, should they be forced on people or should it be a voluntary uh, you know undertaking by the individual themselves? We're talking to Robert Hutchinson from Dear South Africa, and you're listening to the New Blue Review. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM, talking today to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. Now, Rob, I know that you are not a... um, uh, what's, what's the word that I was going to say? Clairvoyant, but um, sort of looking into your public participation crystal ball uh, for for the for the year. What are the, are the big issues that um, that we need to be looking at? Last year we we had a lot of discussions about land reform that might continue. Um, there's the economy. There's the ANC's uh, big conference coming up at the end of the year. What what sort of things are you expecting to be on the agenda that people should be looking out for? Definitely land reform and the uh, land expropriation, that is definitely going to resurface. Uh, Both uh, President Ramaphosa and uh, Ronald Lamola have both mentioned that they will use other methods now that the expropriation bill 
Oh, sorry, that the uh, Section 18 Amendment Bill, sorry, Section 25 Amendment Bill has been voted out of Parliament. They will use the expropriation bill and other, method, other measures to, to bring in expropriation without compensation. So we definitely need to keep a, an eye out for that. There will be public participation initiatives uh, around that. And other tax and labor law challenges, as well as the uh, NHI that's gone quiet for, for, for a while, but it will be uh, resurfaced. Another big thing that is going to surface now is the moving uh, or the uh, discontinuation of the state of disaster that's, that's been on the cards for a while. Uh, President Ramaphosa has also talked about uh, removing it. However, all the regulations that are housed under that, including a vaccine mandate um, and the vaccine relief fund and whatever, will will no doubt be moved un- underneath the Health Act. Sorry, Siri was trying to interfere there. but <laughs> So that will be moved underneath the Health Act. And then new regulations will have to be drafted. That will go out for public consultation and and so on. And um, in a way, that's a good thing because that will see more parliamentary oversight over over lockdown regulations and, and COVID measures. However, it does make it far more difficult to to challenge these things and gives quite a bit of power to separate ministers and in different sectors to introduce their own individual measures as they as they see fit. However, the good thing about that now is that uh, should such regulations be introduced, they will be all housed under the public, under the National Health Act, and therefore have to go out for uh, public comment as well. Well, Siri, if uh, you want to uh, comment on any of those things, uh, Rob, you can go to your website, I'm sure, and uh, have a look at the campaigns that are busy running. Absolutely. As always, we've got several campaigns up there. Uh, some are coming to a close, but more are being launched as as we speak. And they're all available on dearsouthafrica.co.za. All you have to do is say, hey, Siri, go to dearsouthafrica.co.za, and she'll take you right there. Yeah, there you go. Siri is helping us with our uh, uh, with, with our parliamentary processes. I mean, I do think, Rob, that it is actually a good thing, as you say, that the stuff has got into the system, and now it actually we're going to have to work as a society to sort of democratically you – know, Say that it was undemocratic because the, you know it was still done, but but it sort of needs to be put into a proper system. And so I think that maybe the next year, next couple of years, is actually going to be regularizing the stuff uh, so that it actually, whether it's right or wrong, actually fits correctly in the system that we have. Definitely, I think that's a great thing about public participation. And um, from what I've heard, uh, Parliament is going to be focusing a lot more on a correct and adequate public participation for for many, many new ventures coming up, which is great. It's a great sign for, for true democracy. Get the public involved, get them involved in their democracy and introduce laws and regulations that actually meet the public's needs as well as as well as those of, of government. Well there you go, Rob Hutchinson there from Dear South Africa. We'll chat to him again next week. And Rob, you're back in the saddle this Wednesday for Dear Parliament. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Much better than last week with the croaky voice, but hopefully it will be better this this week without a doubt. Well, you should definitely, uh, definitely listen in to Rob, uh, always fascinating guests uh, on Dear Parliament. will give you an insight that you're not going to get 
anywhere else. And uh, if you can't, well, just join us next week uh, as we have Rob on every week for uh, our parliamentary feature. Brings us to the end of the show for today. Thank you to Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Mashadi, who is our producer. And Versi, who is on the sound. And to you, dear listener, thank you for joining us. And do join us again next week on the New Blue Review.